Annie. I'm Cece, and this is Spela Golf. Welcome back to Spela Golf. I'm Cece, and I'm Annie. So, how was Texas? It was awesome. So, this was um, I went to Texas on Friday after work. So, my flight was at like eight thirty, um, and I came back on Monday. And I know this is gonna sound really weird, but it was the longest that I've been without my family. Like. I went to Sweden with the girls for two weeks. So I was without James and like, you know, like we've been without each other before. But and then like I went to Vegas with James and left the girls home. But I've always been with like one person in my family. So this was the first time that I went on a trip for four days with none of my family members. And I missed them a lot. It was, it was a little crazy, but it was nice. The first night I slept for 11 hours and I felt like a new human. So that was awesome. Um, but it was really, really nice. So it was uh, one of my friends, Juju, and she invited me to come visit her in Texas. She has lived in Arizona and just moved in August. Um, so she lives in a community that like they have the social club, the golf course, they have the tennis courts, like the gym, like it's like that whole thing. So everyone drives a golf cart. And so just that experience of like not having to get in her car to like go places. I'm like, this is so cute. And it was a little chilly, like, you know, sweater, sweater, wetter, mm-hmm. um, sweater, weather, sweater, weather. Um, and, and that was also very nice. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is so cozy. We're driving around in her pink golf cart. And the first day we played at Robson, um, it was the golf course that she lived at. And it was the first time that I played golf without teaching, without, you know, any type of like work related in, I don't even know, a year, maybe. Um, so it was really cool. I felt that my expectations were kind of high the first day um, and the first couple of holes. And she is a what do you say when you're always on time, but you're not on time? Uh, Trunk slammer like that? Like she's uh, late? No, she's not late. She just like did not give me any time to warm up. That's like a trunk slammer because it's like they cut it really close. That's what I've got there. Trunk slammer is what I learned over the summertime. Oh, I never heard of Some of our, yeah, and the ladies like, oh, tea time's in like two minutes. Oh, she's a trunk slammer. (laughs) Barely. That's what I I learned. That represents Juju too then, Um, especially like for these two days because I'm like used to getting to the golf course and like hitting some shots, you know, my back hurts and yeah, all that good stuff and like feel the greens a little bit. And she was like, oh no, we don't have time for that. Let's just roll up. And, and she was like, here you go, just have a drink. And I'm like, oh God, I like never drink either. (laughs) That was kind of funny. And so we get to play with two guys. And I mean, it was really fun. Like the first three holes, I was like super serious and I'm thinking about everything. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Like, just play. And I ended up like playing really well. And the second day I got to play Old American. So it's an LPGA course. Um, They play there every October. So they had just played there like a couple of weeks ago. And we get out. And first of all, all my clubs go super short because the humidity is like 70%. And here in Arizona, it's like seven. So all my clubs go really short and I can't figure out like, why am I not hitting any greens? So then I just had to start adding a club, which I'm like, okay, well that solved that problem. Um, I get to the greens and they're rolling at like a 12 or 13. I mean, it was crazy. Nothing that we see here. 
And I was like, I just cannot seem to figure out these greens. Um, And at first I got like a little upset about it because I'm like, wow, like this is almost stupid. And I started to feel frustrated. Um, And then I'm like, okay, let me like give this a fair chance because they were rolling like crazy. So if you don't really know anything about the number in rolls of the greens, like the lower number, the slower the greens are, the higher the number, the faster the greens are. So um, I don't even know, but what would you say like an average golf course in Arizona is at? Uh, like where we are? A 10. A 10? Yeah. Okay. So that's like average. So I'm playing on greens that are like way faster than that. Um and they are undulated, so like they go up and down, left and right. I mean, all different kinds of places. The pin placements were like ridiculous. And I'm getting really frustrated. And so finally I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this the real way. So I started using Aimpoint and I looked at it. I was walking around. So Aimpoint is instead of looking at the green with your eyes and see where it's breaking, you're using your feet to feel where it's breaking. So that's huge between you and I. Um, because that's what we have to do to be able to read greens like that. And I started doing that and a few of my putts were actually closer and I'm like, okay, so I can't just wing it. I have to like actually put some effort in here. (laughs) And so, uh, that day I ended up shooting 77, but I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty happy about this. Um, because I, it took me a while to figure out like how far my clubs went and like the greens and like the previous day I shot, you know, like one under on the back and it was pretty easy, not easy, but like, you know, and I never practice and I never play. So I don't know why my expectations are so high, but that's because I know I can do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, it was so fun. And then the best part, I mean, golf was awesome, but the best part was Sunday evening. We went to a line dance bar <gasps> yeah what she asked me she said is there anything that you would like to do when you're here and I'm like I just want to go dance in like I want to go line dance in so we google this bar we take an uber there and we walk in and I feel like I'm in a movie like <laughs> yeah, I'm Swedish like this is what I saw on tv when I was growing up and we walk in and there's a huge dance floor in the middle and then the bars like go around the dance floor And I swear it's like these couples, it ranges from like 25 years old to like 85 years old. And these like old couples were out there dancing and it just made me so happy. And I was smiling the entire evening because it was just so fun. Like I see these couples and it was carefree. Like some of them came like dressed up and some of them came with like leggings on, you know, it was just such a carefree environment. And all we were doing was dancing. It was so much fun. So I'm like, who can I trick into going with me to find a place like this in Phoenix? Because <laughs> I really want to do it again. Um, but it was awesome. So then um, that was Sunday. And then Monday, we were just kind of hanging out. And then I flew back uh, Monday night and my flight was delayed. Um, so I got home and the girls were already asleep. But I came home and they had bought me flowers and made me little cards. Oh, how sweet. I'm like, you know what? Going away is awesome, but coming home is the best. So, yeah. What about you? Do you have any? So, I just, I was thinking this um, past week. I was like, man, I feel like the more we do podcasting, the more and more we get to know each other and like the past and just like, I don't know. 
how we grew up and things like that because we didn't always just talk about that. Like we're just have always been doing golf lessons and stuff. And so I feel like podcasting, we've learned a lot more about each other. And so I thought about this week and I was like, I think I need to tell Cecilia what I did as a kid. And I had a Pinterest obsession. Like I'm talking from ages nine to 13, I would go on, go on the computer and pin like hundreds of pins every night. Well, so Pinterest is just to explain it. It's not social media. Mm-mm. It's you go on there to get inspired. So you can, um, I did that when we did our home remodel. So for the kitchen and the living room, you just go on there and look for like inspiration. So that's what Pinterest is. That's crazy. So I what were you pinning? What was, was like your pins? So I looked at my boards the other day and women's clothes. I literally, I wrote this down. I have 2,752 pins in women's clothes. Girl, you and, were getting busy. And I like, <laughs> Did you not go to school? I was like, I guess at nighttime, I would be like, I would kind of sneak into the office because I'd be like, oh, my older siblings are done with their homework. And so I would, mom's in bed. So I'm just going to go hop and go do a whole bunch of Pinterest pins. And I was looking at the clothes literally yesterday before we recorded this. And I'm like, oh my gosh. What were you pitting? I'm like, these outfits are hideous. And these are all business clothes. Because I oh. mean, I was obsessed with business clothes. And are you I'm trying like- to live into like a persona? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you were claiming your future. I, yes, exactly. I think I was. What did you want to do? I, I do don't remember? know. I, well, I think I always like, I just wanted to wear business clothes. Because from seeing these pins are like, you know, I just have... Uh, models walking down New York and just being in the city and I wanted to be a celebrity and famous and like that that's the life that I wanted at nine years old but it's time a bad dream it's not a bad dream but as I was looking back through this I just am like wow look at me now what's my closet golf Golf clothes I know isn't that so depressing (laughs) sometimes when I went to Dallas I'm like I don't even know what to pack. I don't have any like regular clothes. No, not I have. I don't ever wear them. So I don't even know if they fit anymore. And I'm like, I have to bring a pair of jeans because I'm going to Texas. And I'm like, oh, thank God they fit. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally leggings and golf clothes. Literally. And I, I look at my Pinterest boards and I'm like, oh my gosh, everything's colorful. And today... <laughs> What do I wear? <laughs> black on the daily. Black workout clothes. I have black shit. Black black's my color. I know. And and like what other I mean, one other side obsession, like I was into high heels. And that, high heels. Yes. I, I have never seen you in anything else but golf shoes and Air Maxes. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I'm going to pull up a picture after this and I I will share it. I will share it so our listeners can see me in high heels at like nine years old. I just am like loving the high heel life. Were you able to walk in them? Barely, but like soon, Ah! but soon, like I think from 10, 11, 12, 13, mom, I want a pair of high heels for my birthday. And like there's Pinterest pins. I literally say, I want my mom to buy these (laughs) just for one of my pair of black heels. Did she? uh, I think maybe something similar, probably. Oh. But now nowadays, I'm like, when do I ever wear heels? Oh, I know. Wedding? When, uh, <laughs> when James when James played in the NFL, he bought me a pair of Louboutins. So it's like the super high heels with the red bottoms. Mm-hmm. I was walking around in those. And then they've been in my closet because it's memories and they're very expensive. And so I just don't want to 
get rid of them. They don't fit anymore because they're super narrow. But the other day, my daughter came in and started walking around in them. And I'm like, you're four. How are you so good at walking around in heels? Like <laughs> she just walked around like nothing. How I love it. We love heels. I know. I mean, they look pretty, but um, those days are over for me. Oh, yes, completely. Yeah. But really why I brought up Pinterest is like one of my last boards that <laughs> I literally have a board of quotes and sayings. Oh, well, that was super popular. Yeah, that was, you remember that, like yeah. pinning quotes and like on the walls. And so that kind of ties into today's episode a little Carpe bit. Diem. Yes, because I wanted to talk about <laughs> golf terms slash like sayings that people say on the golf course. Because if you're oh. a stranger, stranger, like first time going out to play and you're with a group of people that like maybe your friends and they're saying all this stuff, like, you know, the casual drive for show, putt for dough and like all these things, beginners. It was the same thing for me. I'm like, what the crap are these people saying? Well, that's <sighs> so funny that you say that in Texas when we went out. So we were playing with two guys on uh, on the first day and um, Juju, she scores like in the 90s and and then it was me and then it was two, these two guys. And no offense, guys, if you're listening to this, highly doubt it. But if you are, <laughs> they get up on the first tee box and like I can tell that they have no control over where this ball is going. So one of them was slicing it the whole time and um, the other one was like maybe sometimes in the fairway. And so I walk up, can't remember what hole it was, but I made a birdie and Juju goes, oh, it's time for birdie juice. And I'm like, oh boy. And the and the guys were like, what's birdie juice? And she brings out little uh, pink little shot glasses. And then she brings out in her pink golf cart, like a little cooler. And in the cooler, there's like, um, I don't even remember what it was, like fireball maybe. And she just, here we go. Every time someone makes a birdie, you get to drink birdie juice. <laughs> and the funny thing is that I made a couple of birdies. And then there was like a few holes that passed. And she was like, you know what we always do when we don't make any birdies? We do senior birdies, which is pars. <laughs> I shot one under on the back. So I made eight pars and one birdie. Girl, they were drinking on every single hole on the back of the line. And I was like, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Did you have one? No. Well, I had one. one. Okay. I, no, one. I, might, I, I might have had two. I don't know. It was a lot going on that day. And I'm like, I'm just going to toast with my diet coke but it's so funny birdie juice and they were like we love birdie juice <laughs> and then she goes oh we also do senior birdies i'm like oh uh, how convenient i love it uh, same it here fun. i always do diet coke that's our birdie juice diet yeah. coke so um, yeah you yeah. get to pick your score mm -hmm. when you go out so it's a birdie it's a senior par or senior birdie mm -hmm. you know so you pick that but always bring a little bottle of whatever you'd like to have a little sip of sip of mm-hmm all right, so that was my first little saying. Birdie juice. Birdie juice. But now to take it to the more like term side, like oh, if someone <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> so for example, some people have, you know, never played golf and they might be like, oh, you just made a par. What's a par? Or what's a birdie? What's an eagle? What's an albatross? Mm -hmm. So quickly, let's like cover those because I mean, that's what you hear a lot or bogey, double bogey, triple bogey, mm -hmm. quadruple bogey. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's start with a par. So on the golf course, um, most common, there's going to be three different pars. 
So there's a par three, there's a par four, and there's a par five. So if it says par three, that means if you have a zero handicap, if you get no extra shots to help you, you're supposed to make a three. If you are on a par four, that means you're supposed to make a score of four. And on a par five with zero handicap, the idea is to make five. Now, let's say you're on a par five and you shoot one less. So you make a four. Now you just made a birdie and you get to toast with birdie juice because <laughs> that's a celebration that you just beat the par of the course. Yes. Um, if you go two under, so if you make a three on a par five, now you just made an eagle. So just think of this in like bird terms because we got birdie, we got eagle. If you shoot three under par, that is now an albatross. Okay, so on a par five, the likelihood of you making a hole in one, not so high. Um, now here's a little trick question for you. So on a par three, if you make a par, that's three strokes. If you make a birdie, that is now two. Mm -hmm. So if you make a one, you've actually accomplished two things. A hole in one. And eagle, two Wait. under. So two under is an eagle. So oh. if you make a hole in one on a par three, oh, you can say you made a hole in one and an eagle. <gasps> so just think of like the sizes of the birds, I right? Albatross is bigger than an eagle. Yeah. yeah. So small birdie, little bird, little bird, and then we got eagle and then we got albatross. So they just grow in size depending on how many under par you shoot. Now, if we go the opposite way, mm -hmm. so on a par three, if you make a four, that's a bogey. If you make a five, it's a double bogey. If you make a six, it's a triple bogey. If you make a seven, it's a quadruple. So that's just both lines or both ways that you travel. So we want to think bird family below. And we want to think like Dan's bogey. <laughs> Boogie. Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> if we go above. Um, but with that said, though, if you have a handicap... So let's say that you have 18 shots to help you. So if you are a handicap 18 and you get 18 extra strokes to help you, um, so you have one extra shot on every hole. So then you can decide, okay, on a par four, your par is actually five, right? Because if you have one stroke per hole, so then your par is five. So for you, a birdie is four. So depending on if you want to do it after the course ranking, like the way that the course has set you up to play it, or if you want to do your handicap and depending on how many shots you get to help you, it you can drink birdie juice, you know, when you make a birdie or birdie juice when the course says that you made a birdie. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's a good, like beginner intro of like this is what par bogey birdie and all of that means now i do have a question back to texas oh did they uh take any breakfast balls or mulligans oh good question <laughs> there was plenty of breakfast balls um and breakfast continued like throughout the round now what is a breakfast ball for those who don't <laughs> so, know a breakfast ball is when you go up on the tee box on the first tee box and you don't hit the ball as well as you would like, then you get a redo that does not count towards the score. <laughs> and that's a breakfast ball, which is also called a mulligan. Mm -hmm. um, 
there are so many terms for this. But if you're playing against your handicap, if you're trying to get better, you obviously cannot do this. But for me and Juju, that was out there just enjoying each other's company. We were playing a little golf. Like, yeah, there was definitely some breakfast balls going on (laughs) in that crew. And it was also a lot of rolling golf balls from the cart. So the guys that we were (laughs) um, playing with, you know, like one of them, hit it way right and the other one hit it a little left on the fairway I just kept seeing a golf ball rolling down the fairway and I'm like I know you're throwing bad (laughs) but they didn't care obviously it's not a tournament or anything yeah exactly Um, but yeah lots of breakfast balls for those guys mulligans too those are pretty common hey mulligans you know sometimes you need it you know just that little second sometimes second shot it just (laughs) helps you with your confidence yes exactly you need that if you're having a rough day sometimes you just need to hit that second shot and then you hit that great second shot and it's that little side note though if you have people behind you oh yeah no no no, no. blah 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 here comes the boring part of this if you're holding up the group behind you if you're not following the rules then don't use breakfast balls but on the first tee box feel free to use a breakfast ball Love it. Unless you're in a tournament. Yeah. So I'm curious, what are some other like cliche, like in Sweden, like what are some other sayings I think that you guys would say? Because I'm like the classic, like I said, the first drive for show, putt for dough mm-hmm. and like grip it and rip it. Like those are the things that I <laughs> rip it and rip it. Honestly, I can't remember. Like a mulligan is mulligan. Oh, yeah. That would be the. Swedes too good at golf. They're like, I don't, we don't need, need any. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we don't need that. Us Hint Americans are, on the other hand, they're like, ah, that doesn't count. Well, and to be fair, though, like Americans, like we as people, I feel like we're may- way more like not serious about golf because you don't need a green card to like go out and play. You don't need to take a test. Like you can just pull up and pay. Yeah. You know, and then you play. So you don't even need to know like one single rule and you can go out there. Like that's not the case in Sweden. Like you need to, it's like a driver's test. You need Mm -hmm. to have some type of like understanding so that you can follow the rules out there. And as the rule follower that I am, I appreciate that. Um, but some other terms that I was thinking about that I kind of just picked up from like my students and who I'm teaching and all that, it was, um, the first one uh, that I thought of was dog leg. It's a dog leg left. It's a dog leg right. Yes. Um, people are thinking, what, what's a dog leg? Does that mean a dog leg? They're picturing a dog and you know. A dog leg. So a dog leg left means that it's going to go straight and then somewhere close to 90 degrees to the left. And then uh, dog leg right means straight and then to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty easy. Um, the club that I always get asked about in the golf bag. Um, so you have your um, you have your putter, you have your irons, you have your woods, and then you have your hybrid. And a lot of people is asking me what a hybrid is. So a hybrid club is the club that combines the characteristics of both woods and irons. And it just gives you a more forgiving solution (laughs) um, for long shots. 
So there's a lot of people like back in the day or back in the day, I'm talking like I'm super old, but um, when I was growing up, like there was like a four iron and a three iron. Those are really hard to hit. So then they came out with like hybrids. So it's just a little wider at the bottom. So they're not as big as a three wood, but they're wider than an iron at the bottom. So it just makes it easier to hit. They launch a little higher and then they drop a little more like straight down from the sky rather than getting rolled. So it's just a little easier way to hit greens if you need to. Um, and then the last one, and this one is actually for me, I thought this was interesting because I didn't even know this. So you have on the golf course, you tee up on the at the tee box, on the tee box in between your tee markers. And then we have the fairway, we have um, the rough, like on the side. So you, it's like the outline of the fairway. And then you have the green and then you have the fringe. So the fringe is, here's the quote for it. The slightly longer grass area surrounding the green acting as a transition between the green and the fairway. However, there is another little cut and it's called apron. Have you ever heard of it? No. I know. I hadn't either. What? So I learned this like two years ago from someone that used to work with us. And I'm like, wow, this is wild. I had no idea. It's called apron. And it's just another term for the fringe referring to the area immediately around the green. So if you look carefully, it's actually like two cuts sometimes. So one of them is the fringe. One of them is the apron. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if you want to sound super smart and super knowledgeable, we're going to be dropping aprons. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that I was like, oh, what if I show up to the golf course doing that? Yeah. Yeah. I see you. You hit the apron there. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But yeah, those were the three terms that I felt like needed a little explanation. What you got for me? I was go out golfing with a friend of mine and I was like, hey, today's focus. I'm going to be aggressive whatever. And then all of a sudden, I think uh, one hole water on the left, some little thing. And I was like, Oh, I think I'm just gonna lay up. And he says to me, he's like, What are you thinking? Layups are for basketball. Oh, <laughs> that's true. I was like, which is funny. But I was like, I feel like every time I golf, I golf with different types. I've golfed with hundreds of people. And no yeah. matter what, there's always some cliche someone is going to say. Isn't it so fun, though? <laughs> yes. You get to know so many personalities. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I feel layup is the safe way, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. And then the next one I saw this was fair <laughs> fairways and friendships that last a lifetime <laughs> and i'm like oh, this that's just hilarious. reminds me of like the pit back to pinterest and just like the quotes just like the design and just like the obsession with quotes oh totally but to be fair though like my business card has to quote like the next shot is the most important one i i found that on my pinterest like 10 years ago i love it yeah i'm sticking with it <laughs> and Oh, this one's this one's kind of stupid, but I'll read it anyway. <laughs> Golf balls are like eggs. They're white, sold by the dozen, and a week later you have to go buy more. Oh that's like more. If sad. you hit twelve golf balls out of bounds or in the water, you need to come see me. <laughs> I'll make sure you don't have to go and we buy a weekly pack of, of golf balls. <laughs> you can find me at Bear Creek. <laughs> but 
I feel like those are like the main things, but no matter what, breakfast ball, mulligan, birdie juice, like those are like very key things that you hear a lot when you go out there. And it is interesting and it's funny because when you're in the golf world, you don't really think about it. You just like birdie juice. Okay, great. I know we get to drink when someone makes a birdie. Yes. But I feel like golf is like, it's a whole other like sect. (laughs) And and I feel they're not for sure back to birdie juice i'm like they're not saying that on the pga tour birdies! <laughs> let's get some birdie juice that's why everyone drinks all the time in the stands <laughs> that's what waste management is coming down to right yes now, but, exactly yeah no that's so funny yeah there's a lot of terms but the more you play the more you'll experience them and the faster you'll learn and become a part of our golf community yes <laughs> and i think one last thing i feel like on the putting green what do people say? Oh, it's a gimme. That's like, oh, yeah, it's yes, a gimme. it's a gimme. So here is, I learned that the hard way. I was 10 years old, 11, 12, maybe something like that. And the entire time that I was golfing, a gimme. So if you're like a foot away or two feet away from the hole when you putt and they're saying, oh, that's a gimme, then you can pick it up. You don't have to hit it in the hole. I thought they gave me the shot. And so that, I, oh, I'm like, if I was putting for four and I missed it and they were like, oh, that's a gimme, I would write down four. Yes. My, so it's yeah. not. It's just it would be a five because they're giving me the next putt because they think I would make it. So there's no chance that I would miss it. So they're going to give me that putt. So, yeah, I learned that the hard way. No, my, it was a little embarrassing yeah. when I find that out, found yeah. that out. My mom, that she ran into the same scenario too. She thought, oh, give me. So, oh, I got a bogey. <laughs> when no, it's yeah, a double. It's a double. Opposite. Oh, I'm so happy. Yes, I know. Like, my mom I've... just figured that out this past summer. Yes. <laughs> we were golfing with some family friends and he was like, oh, Tiffany, you can take that. You know, it's a give me. And she's like, what? I'm getting a par? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, it's a bogey. <laughs> I know. I hate to break your heart right I now. I know. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I know. No, but that that's very true. And again, if you're playing in tournaments, we don't do any gimmies. You have to put it out. But breakfast ball and gimmies belong in a Saturday or Sunday fun round. Yes. Those two will be used plenty. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to make your money's worth. Breakfast balls, you get to hit more. Mm-hmm. You know, like think about us that shoot really low. We don't really get to like use the course as much. No. You know, so that's a positive way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, hopefully today you guys learned some new golf terms, (laughs) quotes, maybe this, you know, maybe head on Pinterest if you want to find some more golf Some more quotes. (laughs) (laughs) Motivates you to, you know, go out, play some golf, you know, maybe go get yourself some birdie juice. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone needs to have, it's a really good Christmas gift, honestly, a little flask and just yeah, no, you can put Diet Pepsi in there. It doesn't have to be alcohol. It Did could you be just water. say Diet Pepsi? Oh, Diet Coke. Jeez. Oh, like, uh, no. Diet Coke. Again, I went into the golf shop to get Diet Pepsi, and I started drinking Coca-Cola Zero. I mean, Diet Pepsi from like the real deal Coke. It's not that good. <laughs> it tastes like detergent. It's so bad. I can't do it anymore. All right. With that said, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love for you to share the podcast.